Last week on Knights of the Rolled Table, Gustorak reveals that he is in fact the legendary inventor voop de doo and has been altering the creatures of this realm with the power of the Founder Stone. Without warning, Jerick snatches the Spiralite, and a fight breaks out between our heroes and the legendary Mind Flayer. to Sarsa and slowly hand her the spiralite and say, go. <laughs> and I will cast, it's a bonus action, not that it matters, because it sounds like I don't get an action, sanctuary on her. Okay. Mm. Which means for anybody to try to hit her, they have to pass a wisdom saving throw. And if they don't, the attack or spell fades. Mm. All right. So that's your bonus action, so that's your whole turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll use any movement just to get in between her and any attackers. <laughs> you can move. You can move half your speed. Yeah, but like okay. as people are moving, if she's moving away, I try to get in between them at okay. like half the rate. I would be able to do that. <laughs> so Jerry just starts moving, but it's kind of like he's stretching, lunging at the same time, just not quite moving as fast as he normally would. Another Duragar, this time on the left side, sees all of his friends on the right side just get obliterated in their heads, just start you know, kind of uh, start bleeding out, and he's like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" <laughs> and he kind of takes a second and pulls his arms in a little bit, and he is going to shrink down to a smaller size. Um, he decreases in size. The other ones kind of went got bigger, but he gets. Tiny, teeny, tiny, and starts running towards uh, Solius. We'll call him Tiny. He is Shrinky. Shrinky? Oh, I like that even better. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's his action. Where, where did he go? Gustorak looks okay. at Jarek, who has just taken the spiralite. He sees all of this stuff happening, uh, and he says, It's not a good idea to mess with the intellect of me. And he steps back. So I need Jarek. Sarsa, Coach, Bart, and Ramara to make an intelligence saving throw. Oh no, where's that counter spell, Salius? I used it. Oh. Yeah, you, you used it on Bane, a level one spell. Good job. Yep. <laughs> well, now I know. Yeah. An 18 for me. Crit! Oh, nice. Not 20, which is minus Ooh. one, but Success. Quit. Success. 19. Success. Six. Fail. Seven. Fail. My brain. This is more in trouble, y'all. Bart and Coach, you take 22 psychic damage. (laughs) And you are stunned. Coach is already (laughs) stunned. stunned, Uh, So, Bart, you are also stunned for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Gostorak reaches out. Uh, Jarek, Sarsa, Ramara, you shrug off this pinching uh, sort of headache feeling that's pinching your temples but Bart and Coach you feel this wave of of mental energy and all of the things that you've been experiencing for the past couple of days flood at the same time and you hear a thousand voices happening uh, in your head and it burns and you take this uh, psychic damage uh, jokes on you boyo I've had a lot of really terrible hangovers compared to that 
before that, while that happens, uh, I want to use um, one of my Goliath traits, which okay. is Stone's Endurance. Yep. So I'll focus and to try and shrug off the injury. Yep. So I will shrug off 10 plus 2, 12 of that damage. Okay, great. So you only take 10 damage? I only take, yeah, I only take 10. Okay. But I, that'll Stone's be it for that for today. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. It's a good time to use it. Gus Thorak activates a, a little dial on his uh, backpack, kind of a series of tubes that he's wearing, and he starts and starts flying up, and he flies up and over the altar, over the aptopus, and behind, kind of on top of the altar, and he just yeah, and his tentacles are are writhing. This little four foot tall mind flare. Then one of the Duragar, who we're gonna call. Jumpy. Oh God! I wonder what he's going to he do? do. He's going to go, and you. Oh, wow. <laughs> he calls out this giant tarantula. Ah oh, no! Come out uh, upside down from one of the cave walls, uh, turn around, and then uh, with a very kind of cool uh, lifting leg motion, jumping up in the air, he kind of flips, and then lands on this tarantula, pulling out. Uh, a war pick, this kind of hammer with a giant point and comes right at Solius. Of course he does. And he is going to swing um, with this big spider coming at you. <laughs> and, and slashes at you. This is that mirror image. He is Solii. Yeah, so the mirror, mirror image. image. So Great. I'll roll for that. Okay. And that is a 15, so it's going to hit one of my dupes. All right. And that means. So now you roll an attack against. 10 so plus I rolled to see if I hit a duplicate. A duplicate correct. Yeah, 22. That hits. Yeah. So, and then I roll damage. 10 damage. It's gone. So it just <laughs> kind of goes through. You see this duplicate. He says, You can't hit. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> and one of the Soleuses uh, disappears. Make a note of that. Okay. Then uh, that's his turn. He's kind of coming, you know, he's coming towards you and he rides past on this spider. Uh, and, uh, the last Dorogar, um, uh, one of the on, one of the three that's uh, he is na- his name is Spooky. No, oh. <laughs> Doc. Um, so he is going to look around <laughs> and he just turns invisible. Oh, and you don't know where he went. Okay, that's his turn. Um, Coach, top of the round. You I've are done so done much this done. game. One round. That's combat. one round. Oh now, granted, there are four less players this round. <laughs> all right, so all I'm doing is uh, saving throws. <laughs> yep, you're doing. So a beginning saving of my turn, throw. it's a Constitution save. Yep. Uh, that doesn't. It's seven, so I'm still stunned there. And uh, intelligence it's a saving DC throw. DC thirteen, by the way. Yeah, then uh, that one. Do I make it? Maybe. Oh, saving throw. Nope. I rolled a 13 minus 1, 12. Cool, yeah, cool, it's cool, a, cool, cool. That's a 15 for that one. 15 for intelligence. Say, so coach is just <laughs> standing there with my hand in the All air. Right. This the is ape, unfortunate. The aptopus. So the aptopus is going to, it, it kind of came straight up the middle, and the closest thing is, is Jarek. So um, it's going to make a tentacle attack to try to grab you. Ew. That's a twenty. Oh, oh. This to hit. is AC. Yeah. Oh, I have nineteen. Ooh. 
But I know shield. I cast shield as a reaction. I don't think you can. It's a reaction, and but it's a new round. I think your slow said you couldn't take reactions. That's correct. I don't cast shield as a reaction. <laughs> Curse this thing. I'm Are sorry. there any saving throws on slowed, or is this just me for the next two hours of game time? Is you. All right. Um, but no, there is. At the, at the at the end of your turn, each time you can re redo the saving throw. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll. Yeah, because you didn't because you didn't do it last time. It's Dex. Fifteen. Okay, so you succeed. Ooh. Then you can catch. <laughs> <laughs> you did get a chance to make your saving throw. Uh, you succeeded. Um, the Aptopus tries to grab you with a tentacle. Uh, it misses because you cast shield as a reaction. You've used your reaction for this round, and uh, it misses you. So the tentacle kind of goes right by you, thwum, thwum, landing on the ground. Boom. Um, that is its uh, turn. Hey, I'm um, back. All right, Salias, you're up. <laughs> okay, Salias uh, is going to cast Chromatic Orb as a second level spell on, what's the name of the Waldenthorpe? Right Waldenthorpe. Uh, okay, that one is Waldenthorpe? Okay. My notes are, are getting very it's messy. Mind Witness. Mind Witness. All right, so I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb as, actually, you know what? Uh, let's go ahead and twin that while we're at it. So I'll spend a sorcery point for, on that. Um, I'll do one. At, at Waldenthorpe and one at Aptopus. Okay. I think I rolled for that twice, right? First for Waldenthorpe. That's a natural 20. Oh, oh yes. Um, That'll hit. All right. Um, Double damage. So that's going to be... The attack is 3d8. So it's 4d8 because I cast it as a second level spell, so it's 8d8. Correct. I'm just going to use the I'm gonna use the thing for this one. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, all right, let's see what that is. What kind of damage? Oh, uh, what is he? He's a octopus. Uh, we'll go with lightning. I like lightning. Well, it, it is, is Waldentorp? Yeah. Okay. Roll oh, my check, check, check. Oh. 42 damage. Oh, my. Listen, my 16 was still really impressive. It was. You guys dealt damage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a hero. All right, Salias hits out uh, this um, chromatic orb and it shoots out <laughs> uh, lightning damage and the mind witness starts going. <laughs> you hear a scream, but you hear it in your mind. Ow. And uh, it, it doesn't hurt. It's just kind of a, this, and, uh, and it's definitely hurt. It, that hurt it a lot. Um, all right, and you're gonna use that twin spell. So also lightning damage against the octopus. Yes. So. I roll for that attack. one. And that one is uh, nine plus seven is 16. That hits. Cool. Ooh. So that'll be 22 damage. Oof. All right. Eight to plus. Oh! And it just kind of shocks and all of its tentacles start sparking and there's little sparks going between the tentacles and it looks uh, pretty hurt. Uh, all right. Does that conclude your turn? Yes. All right. Waldenthorpe did not like that. Uh, he was kind of figured that was going to happen. It's his turn. Uh, <laughs> so he is going to, uh, once again, shoot some eye rays. He's going to shoot three eye rays. Let's see who he goes for first. Boop, boop, boop. He's going to go for Coach. Only randomly. He has um, advantage because I'm yeah. stunned. Uh, he's going to slow you. 
<laughs> which really doesn't do much. All right. Because, but but uh, you are you are uh, half speed. Um, all of the stuff that, yep. that Jerry had. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then he is going to um, hit Celius with that. Uh, will, that will hit. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, make a, a intelligence saving throw. Is there no save for me on slow? Dex save. Dex. With disadvantage. I think I immediately think fail, fail dex saves. You're, yeah. you're stunned. Yeah, never mind. So yeah, it does hit you. <laughs> I was hoping like, constitution! No. Rude. Okay. Intelligence. <laughs> really? <laughs> 13. Okay. That succeeds. Whew. Just barely. You are freaking lucky. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. And then finally, Sarsa. Oh, hey. <laughs> I need you to make a intelligence saving throw. Oh boy. That's, ooh, that's a 14. That also succeeds. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that's a brutal one. Okay. All right, so uh, Coach just <laughs> standing there. Mind the witness continues to <laughs> floating uh, ominously in the air. Coach is not moving. Sarsa, it's your turn. And then Bart, you're up after uh, Sarsa. And then Ramara, you're after Bart. Right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast my spiritual weapon, and I'm going to have that chase after Gus Thorak up there and try to smack him with my, uh, give him a little spanky spank with my little anchor. Whoa. <laughs> um, so for that, that's kid, kid uh, my bonus action. Thanks <laughs> happen to kids. And so let me go ahead and do uh, my Nelly spell attack. That's going to be 15 to hit. That misses. Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and um, throw a sacred flame as well in his direction. Okay. I'm really gunning for this guy. I don't like him. Sure. He didn't want to flirt with me, and that's just <laughs> insulting. Okay. Um, so for that one, he's going to make a dex save. Uh, he rolled a four plus one is a five. So that's not going to save. So he's going to take two d8s. Okay. I'm going to take seven. So he's going to take 11 radiant damage. <sighs> this radiant beam shoots out from Sarsa, hitting uh, Gastorak, uh, kind of going right through this this um, table, and uh, he gets hit and kind of crackles a little bit. Uh, you don't understand. I'm doing work that needs to be done. Why would you stand in the way of this? Bart, you're up. Maybe you could true strike somebody. <laughs> Hold on, uh, Bart, before you go, but be thinking about what you want to do. Coach, as you're standing here, make a perception check. Statuesque. I have nothing else to do, so sure. <laughs> Nine. I'll, I'll say um, because you are just standing there and you haven't really moved a lot, um, you get a chance to kind of take a look at the, <laughs> at the altar. Just looking around. You look at the altar. Hmm. Uh, there is dwarven text ruins Ooh. carved around the outside perimeter of the altar. And you see two sides from your vantage point, and it says from mountain to sand, dwarf hand in hand. That's all you see. This land is your land. <laughs> <laughs> this land is from mountain to sand, dwarf hand in hand. There might, there might be more on the other two sides, but you can't see the other two sides because you are stuck. Alright, Bart, continue. There any uh, Durigar on the right side there? On the right side, they have all been blasted uh, okay. by Ramara. So there are some on the left. You could easily move over and get them. They're within 
your movement speed. Waldenthorpe's on the left or the right side. Or? He's kind of in the he's kind he's of in the middle. The middle, and so is Apetopus on the middle. Apetopus is a little bit more to the the left, but he's also within reach. Okay. So inspired by everyone else, without my true strike. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> I am going to uh, summon up some courage, believe in myself, and uh, attempt to use my longsword. Oh! To make an attack. Okay. All right. On um, here we go. Waldenthorpe. Okay, so you see Bart kind of take a deep breath. He pulls out his longsword. And you haven't seen up to this point Bart uh, even hold a sword, much less pull it out. And so he pulls this out and takes a swing against the mind witness who uh, doesn't see him coming. Um, Make an attack, please, with advantage. He doesn't know that you're behind him. That would be 13. Uh, 13 misses, unfortunately. So first time, the nerves are still kind of getting to you. Uh, You swipe, just barely missing one of the tentacles, kind of swiping because they're swipping around, and and you just miss one of them, just barely. Uh, But you feel the sword in your hand, and, and, and and it feels strong to you. And you get the sense that I've held this so many times before. I've been able to do so much damage against creatures of the lands. Make an extra attack. (gasps) All right. You feel like as a fighter, as a former fighter, you had this ability to uh, surge in your adrenaline to make more than one attack in the past. I'm going to get some new dice because uh, <laughs> 13. <laughs> Again, kind of whiffing. Uh, even though you, you miss, even though you miss, you feel stronger, a stronger connection uh, with this sword. And while we're waiting for your next turn, you're going to advance another level in fighter. The memory is coming back to you. Start. You're starting to get muscle memory back. You're starting to get uh, the sense of different sword abilities. And you are starting to feel... I think I know who Massimo is. It's uh, it's coming back to me, little by little. That's Bart's turn. The sword, the sword. Coming back to me now. <laughs> okay, Ramara. He, he's still part Bart. Yeah. Ramara, you're up. <laughs> um, really quick. So, just in the order, who, which of the enemies are are at the bottom of the list? Jumpy and spooky. <laughs> Jumpy and spooky. <laughs> and and the like, was right before how, them. How how serious? How how much damage are those guys worth? Are they like decently? Well, you took I, them out. I can't tell your, you that. You took them out with your forty-eight. <laughs> no, I mean, before. but like, but like, are they like pretty seemingly pretty like hefty guys? Or well, I mean, they're about the same size as. Um, as the other Durgar that mm-hmm. you uh, took out pretty heartily with yeah. um, whatever it was, 50 damage or so. Right. Okay. Um, so somewhere in that range of, of, you know, below that, they can definitely be taken out. But, you know, they're 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 a little bit more. They're, one of them is riding a, a giant tarantula. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take that guy. The guy riding the tarantula. It's jumpy. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Broken Will. Um, How does that work? <laughs> oh, man. So um, I target one creature that I can communicate with via telepathy, which I assume I can. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he must make an intelligence saving throw. On a failed save, I choose his next movement and action on his next turn. Okay. Or her, I suppose. Uh, on a successful save, they are unaffected, and I can't use it a bit again on them, blah, blah, blah. Um, they are immune to this ability if they are immune to being charmed. Are they immune to being charmed? I'm going to check. It is. Really? <gasps> well, poop. Um, can I do something else? I mean, if you do that, then you would, well, make a, um, make a wisdom check. 26. 26. So I will say that you know that based on previous interactions, because you did deal with Durigar last time coming through, um, you know that these guys have psionic ability, Mm -hmm. um, being affiliated with, uh, creatures in the Underdark before. So you, you have a good idea that they have some psychic, uh, resistance. Okay. Psionic resistance. All right. Well, then instead, I'm remo- as I remember that now. Um, I will do id insinuation on that same guy. Okay. <laughs> so I choose. Do one- tell. <laughs> id insinuation. Um, id insinuation. You have the best spell name. <laughs> the target must make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. On a failed save, he takes five d eight psychic damage and goes into a fury. Uh, as his id runs rampant. Whoa. Oh on gosh. his next turn, uh, he can use his action only to take the dodge or attack action. On a successful save, he takes half as much damage. He rolled a five. Okay, so that... So he fails. He fails, yeah. So he goes into a fury. So uh-huh. Jumpy, riding the spider, starts shaking his head. <laughs> Just goes crazy, and the spider's like, what the heck? <laughs> he doesn't say that, but uh, it starts pulling the spider around the tarantula, and it's going all these crazy directions, and um, yeah, he's not, he doesn't look too great. He takes 22 damage. Okay. Also. He also doesn't look too good as well. He is really hurt and kind of lurching over and kind of uh, blinking his eyes, barely conscious. Um, he, he looked really rough as well. Is that your turn? Yes. Okay. You guys, I'm super afraid of Romaro right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jarek Dark Harbor. Huh? Yes. Yes. This is actually a very good time. What's up? It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> that was just me uh, saying your name as your DM. <laughs> All right, well, I would love to light him up, but it takes a whole action. I don't feel like we have time for that. Which of the giant horror creatures am I closest to? Uh, you are close to the Aptopus. You are close to the Mind Witness. And you are also now close to a um, Durgar going crazy on a tarantula. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, I'm going to attack the Mind Witness because I don't want anybody to get raided anymore. Mind witness. Uh, I'll use my bonus action to witness hex your mind. him. And then I'll use my attack. I will draw my sword and I will attack him. He's hexed. Okay, he's, he's hexed. And he's hexed. <laughs> so I rolled both attacks and I got a crit fail and a crit success. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. For see the first one, I whiff terribly badly, but then I round around and uh, I'm aiming directly for his giant middle eye. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna use smite 
in my attack, and I'm gonna use I'm using my vicious longsword, so mm. I get extra damage from that. And I'm rolling. Did you, hex, did you activate so. your vicious longsword? Doesn't that take it doesn't need to be activated? It's just, oh, okay. That's a just, just magic okay. weapon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's all together going to be in various types of damage. Twenty-seven damage. Oof. No, it's not. <laughs> Because that was a crit, and I have to add some oh. of these twice. Oh. So, <laughs> All dice. I didn't roll dice. I forgot about it. So what did I say? You 27. So now it's 29. And I'm rerouting the... Wow. Yeah, 48. So it's 50. So for that crit, with the Divine Smite, it's a total of 50 damage. Various damage types. Radiant was in there, Necrotic, and Regular. Describe your victory. Yeah. I take that sword after whiffing once and just plunge it directly into the giant eye of this thing so that it never rays again. You see the eye stalks and just, just goes flump on the ground. Gustorak looks, he's standing on top of the altar and says, No! No, Walton Thorpe! You'll pay for that. I got this one. You guys, I got this one. Vermara, I, I got this one. Jericho is really impressed. The mind witness, Waldenthorpe, is dead on the ground. Shrinky is up. Oh, no. Okay. He Jericho very Dark small. Harbor. It's me, your boot. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. No. I am speaking to you from another plane. Um, okay. <laughs> you stepped in something stinky earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Silius. Yo, what up? You don't see who's doing this, but you feel two piercing attacks, one in your leg and one in your back. A very small Dorgar pulls out his uh, jumping up. This is Shrinky, who you didn't see. We've got um, Shrinky! And he stabs you in the leg, and then he jumps up and then stabs you right in the back with a critical hit. Oh! <gasps> Uh, so you're gonna take. He's. It's a multi-attack. So. Uh, so both of those hit. Both of them hit. AC 15. Yes. Okay. Sneaky yeah. It was 20 and 25. Yep. Um, so I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't be able to do anything to prevent it. So. So. Oh wait, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, mirror image. <laughs> oh. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen because that's uh, a one. That's oh. gonna hit me. All right. Well, <laughs> he is just a tiny little Dorgar, so it's only gonna. Cost um, eleven damage total. Ow! Um, ow! <laughs> and you but it's a really <laughs> annoying eleven damage. Yeah, and, and he stabbed you in the back, so there's a uh, pinch nerve. Oh, pinch nerve! You know, and it really hurts. You're so old. <laughs> I'm not All that right. old. Gus Thorak's turn. Gus shirt. Thorak <laughs> is really mad, and he is um, not especially happy that uh, Jarek took out his mind witness, who he's been with since. The beginning, so um How's Gus Thorak looking? Um he's looking okay. Yeah, you've hit him. You've hit him. He's gonna roll to see if he gets the mind blast back. Tubes, but, does know. not. Mm. Aren't we all? Alright. <laughs> Alright, so Gus Thorak, it sees Ramara um, doing all this damage uh, to all of his uh, his troops and but but uh, Jarek just took out his uh, prized uh, mind witness, and he reaches out and says, I don't like what you've done, and you haven't understood what I've been trying to do. 
I don't think you'd belong here anymore. I need you to make oh, a charisma saving throw. Put on that Jarek Smolder. Come on. That would be a 26. Ooh. Here, I was going to bend luck for you, but I don't right. think I need to. Jarek, charisma is you the one thing Jarek has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel uh, your very existence being pulled away from where you are. And you come back. Nah, I'm gonna hang out. <laughs> Listen, Sorry. I've tried to get rid of him multiple times. It's really hard. Maybe later. And just Thorak is just very angry about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> Quote unquote, Gus Thorak is very angry about that. Because, oh. <laughs> like, that would have been really cool, you guys. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is Chris Daly, your Dungeon Master for Season 2 of the podcast. What you're listening to is Part 2 of the Gus Thorak Encounter. Hope you enjoy it. Next week, we'll be posting Episode 14, and then we're going to be posting a special holiday one-shot run by our very own Jeff Frank, a.k.a. XX Bloody Heart, or Massimo Lionheart, or Big Bart the Bold Bard. We're all going to be playing new characters with a holiday twist, and Jeff is certainly going to be bringing the weird. That will be two episodes, and then we will be posting the two-part season finale, which will take us into the new year. We'll have a little bonus episode wrapping up season two, and then we're going to go into season three. Can't wait. We'll have more on that soon. Since we don't advertise for the show, the best way to support us is to leave a rating and review on whatever podcast service you're listening to right now. It only takes a minute and you don't even have to write something. Just a rating is appreciated. You can follow me at ScribbleMonkey on Twitter. I do all the art for the show. Weston's Patreon, Make My Anthem, is up and running and we've featured some music you can get from it in the show. It's something you can use in your D&D home campaigns or in your actual play podcast. Visit our Instagram and Twitter at RollTable and use the hashtag rolled table to help us get the word out about the show. We definitely appreciate any uh, retweeting or Instagram tags. Uh, Let us know what you think. And if you have any feedback or questions and don't want to make it public on social media, just send us an email at knightsofthereoldtable at gmail.com. We know we're not the only D&D actual play podcast out there, and we really honestly thank you so, so much, you guys, for listening and giving us a chance. Thank you so much. That's all of our announcements. Now go out and make life an adventure. Jumpy, (laughs) who is currently going crazy on his tentacle spider, uh, can only dash or or attack. (laughs) No, no. I want to dash or dodge, right? I want to take a minute just to appreciate that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Jumpy Jumpy is is going going crazy (laughs) on his tentacle spider. Okay. Jumpy is going to attack Coach. Uh, he uh, is riding this uh, well, <laughs> riding this tarantula. I wonder if he hits me. And he is going to swing with his war pick, and uh, he hits. Um, let's see. That's going to Coach. hit you. It's going to be... Um, it's going to hit you for... <laughs> the noise he makes? Yeah. Uh, he's going to hit you for six damage. Oh. Uh, and then Spooky is going to come up uh, right behind you, right behind him, and uh, he is going to 
No, he's actually gonna go after Celius. Um, he's gonna throw this javelin at you. And uh, he's gonna try to hit Celius because Celius is- I'm gonna use my reaction to do shield. Okay. And and uh, if that's still gonna hit, I'm gonna use bend luck. Okay, <laughs> what's your armor class? Uh, with he shield, a, with shield will be twenty. He rolled a twenty. Okay, so with shield will be twenty. So then I'm gonna use bed okay. light to push that Javelin. over the head. Bing, kind of goes off of that shield. Yeah, ah. that's enough. He's like, what the? And then it goes back to coach. Good job, sir. Roll yes. a coach saving throw. Well, come on, coach. That's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, coach fails again. Do something, uh, coach. It's going to go to the aptopus. Aptopus is gonna reach. Uh, Coach is lying. Is he standing there in the? Yeah, he's gonna reach around you, chilling. And um, I think he automatically succeeds uh-huh. at that point. So yeah, okay, he sure he's gonna does. grab you, tentacles around Coach. Uh, does not touch the spiky point, and he goes and holds you above the flowing river. Don't worry, guys. Everything is fine. All right, that's My thumb's the, uh, still up in the air. And yet. he squeezes you, uh, and you take. Oh gosh, uh, that's. Uh, 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, Mm. How are you looking, Coach? Uh, Not great. Okay. Not good. Um, All right, Salias, it's your turn. All right, Coach still has a rope around him. That's true. I do. It's dangling there underneath. You have it? I was the last one to have it. I'm sure I dropped it, but it would be nearest to me. All right, somebody catch Coach. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. All right, and then Salias is going to cast Chromatic Orb uh, with poison at the aptopus. Yeah, we'll, we'll twin it, and I'll go after uh, uh, Gus as well. Okay. Alright, so let me roll for... Do you need to make a save? Yeah. No, I uh, roll. So I got a... Oh, got nat 20 hey! on that. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. that's so, up. Okay, yeah. so that's a whole bunch of dice. <laughs> let me roll that. That's like a million damage, but not, not, not a ton. Not a million. Yeah. Less less than a million is what you're saying. It's like 42 damage. Oh. Jeez. Poison. Uh, Chromatic And this giant uh, wave of poison goes around um, the aptopus and it <laughs> kind of falls down. Uh, it, it is dead. Uh, it falls down. And then Coach, Coach uh, is uh, held on by the tentacle and the tentacle goes and it starts to fall, and Coach starts to paralyze, uh, or stunned, starts to fall over the uh, edge of the cliff, and there's this rope, and it's falling down. Um, before we get to Coach, uh, go ahead and roll for Gustorak. Okay, uh, for Gustorak, it is uh, be 18 to hit. So that misses. Right. So okay. he's able to kind of wave it aside, um, and, and it doesn't quite have the effect that you would like. Um, all right, so then... Guys, 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 guys. Sarsa. Someone get Coach! I can't reach! Sarsa's up. Uh, well, I'm pretty far away from Coach, so... And, like, I, she's just not going to make him a priority right now. Okay. So I'm going to try and, first of all, uh, slam Gus the Wreck with my spiritual so, weapon. So you're going to go finger. up. So, okay, you're going to go ahead and... Attack Gustorak? Yeah, I'm up on the altar and I'm like stepping all over it and I'm like, so your culture's stupid. And I'm gonna try and slam him with my spiritual oh, falling All right, wow. make an attack. Culture too. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Yeah. 
So let me, uh, let's roll that, these guns. It's actually kind of cool. 17 to hit. Oh, that misses. Ew, poop. And then uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll, I'll again uh, do my sacred flame on him as well. So he's gotta make a dex save. Okay, 13. That's not enough. So uh-huh. he's gonna take eight radiant damage. You don't know what you're doing. I don't care, I'll annoy you to death. You don't know the power. I see that you have the mace, and, you, and now you have the spider light. You probably have the bracelet as well. It's kind of a little uh, out of our hands at the moment, but yeah. You know, don't know the power when you combine them all together. It enhances regular attacks. It's quite powerful when you combine them. I'll kill you without him. I just... Telling you, if you have all three of the curios combined together, they act as a scythe, they act as an amplifier, and they can provide a power. I'm the one that invented them. Right. Well, thanks for that, but you're also star-craven mad. But I can help you if you work with me. Perhaps I can show you more about what you can do with them. I do your, your version of help was kill all the people and the people that survive will be food for the other people that helped you. There right? are people that will not match my intellect. Okay, so don't forget. Evil. Yeah, don't forget that he took a gorilla and an octopus and put them together. Like this, this it's is a quite a glorious creature. It's he's very strange. I don't think that's the most evil bonkers. thing he's done. Bart. You're up. You see, you're kind of near coach, and you see this rope. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'll grab the rope. Okay. Uh, make a dexterity check. Oh, 20. Oh, all right. A natural Wee. 20? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Oh. So uh, Bart reaches down, kind of leaps down, uh, almost baseball style, grabs the rope, and then starts to pull coach up. Grinds me up the side of the face. With a gentle tug, uh, you know, pulls him up and uh, is able to get Coach above. That's I think that's your turn because it's a full action to kind of grab the rope and do that. So be it. You also have your hands full now. Your hands are full. I, yeah. All right, but you saved the coach. Yeah. Uh, Ramara, it's your turn. You have Jumpy, Spooky. Shrinky is is small attacking Silius around, you know, he's, he's kind of jumping around. It, There's a guy on me! He's, he's okay. And Gustorak. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go after Gustorak. Okay. I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> Psionic Blast. Oof. So, uh... She's I, scary. Um, Sounds cool. He's, he has to take 1d8 psychic damage per psi point that I spend. I'm gonna go ahead and spend 6 psi points on him. So that's 30. Oh. Ramara goes uh, to attack, and then uh, she reaches out. The psionic connection happens, and then in Gastorek's mind, he hears. I don't want a truce. 30 points of psychic damage. Psychic damage. Mm -hmm. Describe your victory. (gasps) Yes. All right. So I give good old Gastorek my trusty laser eyes <laughs> straight at his temple. Focusing, focusing, explode his brain. My intellect is... Oh, ew. Gross. 
intellect uh, is messy. Half of it goes on Sarsa. <laughs> oh. You have some tentacles on you and <sighs> and uh, <sighs> some, some slime and ooze. And his now headless body and corpse falls down on the ground. Shrinky uh, enlarges himself again and goes back over uh, near Spooky. Uh, Jumpy just goes, and kind of runs away uh, off in a hallway. He's riding the spider, and he's kind of still mad from the attack, and uh, Shrinky has enlarged himself again. He kind of goes back to back, holding his dagger against Spooky, who's holding his war pick, and they are the only ones that are kind of surviving this. All, the the Aptopus is dead. There's a dead mine witness on the ground, and Gus Thorak, their boss, is dead. There's a, uh, a altar that's shining above and glowing and kind of creating this energy. Uh, what would you guys like to do? That's the guy who was on me, only he's bigger now. Get I, him! I'm sorry. Uh, please, please don't. Uh, we're, we're just trying to... Wait. Where are we? All right, guys, I'm ready to help now. Wait, well, seriously, where are so we? so much better. Good job, Coach. You nailed that one. Do I believe him? Uh, you do. Yes. Right. I mean, he's he's intensely confused, and they kind of shake their heads a little bit, and, and Romara, you also get the sense that something has lifted from their brain. I uh, see you guys saved me a couple. <gasps> they were under a spell. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Uh we can't let them leave here. They know about the Founder's Stone. The Founder's Stone? Oh, look, it's the Founder's Stone. Oh, crap. Oh, wow, it's the Founder's Stone. Now, there it is. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Time out. What, what's the Founder's Stone? Uh, the Founder's Stone, it, the, the dwarves told me about it back in uh, Falcon Reach. They said that every 500 years, uh, a dwarf is chosen and it renews the land. It, like, it saves this whole realm. Hey, you know, over there in that pile, I found that backpack. Uh, I think it belonged to voop de doo back when he was voop de doo did mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what was in it? Well, I didn't get a chance to look inside of it. I'm going to go check it out. All right, so... Maybe there's some clues or something. Sarsa walks over, and um, you find inside the backpack that has the VDD um, initials on it, the monogram, um, you find a pair of boots... Uh, they're kind of elven boots with some leaves and inlay. Um, Are they you, pretty? They're very pretty. They're they're very fetch. Uh, <laughs> they're I your size. Nice. Stop trying to make that Ooh, thing. Ooh, my size. Okay. And um, and and you find some tinkerer's tools and um, a couple of um, you know pe- uh, some chainmail. It's kind of standard stuff. After that, some hats, tube socks. Uh, I'm gonna take those boots and I'm gonna put them on my little toesy Okay, <laughs> So you put you take off your current footwear and you put on the boots of elven kind. I'm not even elvish, but uh, doesn't sure, matter. We'll you, rock em. They they conform magically to your the size of your feet, and you can look up the Which boots of elven kind. Which is good because I think Sars has got lumpy feet. Yeah, I think she, I think she's got these kind of weird uh, sailor feet. Um, so <laughs> what kind? <laughs> so of no that? offense to all of our sailor <laughs> listeners out there. Uh, just, hey, at least she has two of them. You also, the rest of you see this dwarven uh, carving, um, uh, runic carvings around the altar. And does anybody read um, dwarvish? I do. I do. Okay. So Coach and Salias, you're able to put together the carvings that's around the outside of the altar. And it says, breathe life to the land from mountain to sand, dwarf hand in hand, the sacrifice grand. Hmm. Whatever. What, we, we just can't leave. We just can't leave here with them knowing about the Founder Stone and risk 
them taking its power for themselves. Well, we can't kill them. It wasn't their fault. We know that the power saved the land or whatever. Yeah, we need to do that. Well, do we have to do it now? I mean, it's... it's it just needs it a hand. Could we chop off Gustharek's other hand? Maybe shove it in there? He's not happens? a dwarf. Oh. Well, he was. Bart, uh, while this discussion is going on, you kind of uh, take a knee and you feel this weight um, on, uh, in your mind and something is processing in you. All of this combat, uh, fighting with Gustorak, being in this place, holding a sword. You see Bart kind of almost in a thinker's pose. <laughs> Very statuesque <laughs> over there. It was a statue earlier. Swing the sword around some more. Mm-hmm. Kind of exercise it. All right. I'm gonna just wander over and like put my hand on his shoulder, and then and I'm gonna I'm gonna like <laughs> just turn his head to me, and then it's gonna give him a big kiss. Oh, oh. well, Whoa. I knew there were things. <laughs> okay, so you. I think I owe you five dollars. Ramara kisses Bart, and at that moment, um, go ahead and make a wisdom check. This seems really inappropriate ah, for the... Yeah. 17. Okay. All of these memories and feelings and emotions and desires uh, come flooding back to you, and you suddenly feel a connection with Ramar. You feel a connection with this place. You feel a connection with your sword. You feel all of your memories coming back to you. Fighter abilities that you had previously, and your life, your previous life as Massimo Lionheart is flashing back to you. You remember training. You remember adventuring with Ramara and Callum. You remember defeating beasts and and, uh, creatures that were plaguing this land. You remember falcon reach and parades and ceremonies getting medals in the uh, Crystal Council. And you also remember the final uh, battle that took your mind and your memories uh, in this place as Gastorak hit you with a psychic blast casting you into the river and then all of this comes back and you stand up. Ramara. You're back. Back? Where did I go? (laughs) (laughs) Looks like we've won the day. (laughs) Hello, friends. Hello, Bart. That's definitely the guy in the statue. (laughs) Yeah, that's him. Hey, have, they, you, have you ever considered a, a life in mining? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's quite fulfilling. And then you, sounds you hear, terrible. You hear the Durgar as this is nice. going on. They're like, that's the Thunderstone. Oh, you used to put your hand in. You put your hand in there. No, I'll, I'll make him do it. I don't know. I don't think my hand will fit. Like I said, we can't, we can't just leave it here. Well, well they look, look what happened the last time somebody got their hands on the, on the Founder Stone who didn't. Who wasn't good? Who, uh, the, the master was going to let the Founderstone and the, the land fall into ruin. It was going to kill off the natural resources in the land. Someone has to make the sacrifice. We're on the same page, Dwarf. I, I, I want you to know that. I mean, we, we want... A sacrifice? What kind of a sacrifice? Oh, we're not sure. The legend just says a sacrifice. It's on the carving. There's a sacrifice grand. It I seems mean, do we like need to figure this out it's now. It's probably a get, life. We gotta be, get back to Falcon Reach before the five days are up. We, I mean, you can get back before whatever. You're talking about a couple of lives. We're talking about everyone in the entire realm. And without uh, without Voopty Doo here, it probably needs to happen even quicker. If he sacrificed his dwarvenness, became that mind flayer creature, 
What do you suggest? We can take these two with us. We can come back later. We don't really want to go with you. I'm sure. Well, that you, a, he's going to kill would you. Would one of you oh, be well, willing? We'll go with you. Would one of you be willing to make the sacrifice? They said they'll go with us. Well, we, we can't. Can just, we can't just let anybody. Because Thorat got so much power from this stone. Do you want to put your hand in the stone? Kind of. Kochu could die. I. You could lose your hand. You could explode. I know, but you know, life's life's an adventure, and maybe, uh, maybe this is my time. Maybe this is like uh, everything's led me here to this, you know. But your mind, your son. Yeah. Um, he's he's a big kid. <laughs> he he can take their care of things better than even I could. Kind of Jared's fooling myself. Walk up and put his hand in the. Oh, Jerick, I would not do that. That's You're not a put smart. Put your hand in, in the the hand yeah. print uh-huh. in the founder stone. Yes. Okay. You reach in. You place your hand, kind of forearm deep. I wouldn't. It's very warm. Hmm? <sighs> Nothing happens. Sarsa is going to lose her mind and just be like, Jarek, okay, what are you thinking? We know. You don't know. You could have died. We know Something terrible could happen. You can't just do these things. Terrible things I, could happen to you. What am I supposed to do if you're something. gone? It should have been me. If it could be somebody, I, it could have been me. It can't be you. Okay, so they're married. No. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Shrinky shrinks. And then stab, uh, uh, Spooky goes invisible, and just and they're gone. <laughs> they're like, peace out. <laughs> oh man. Well, now they know where it is. Now we have to do something now. Okay. Um, Coach, we can't let you do this. I need you guys to uh, deliver a message back to Ironhaven if something does happen to me. Coach. I'll deliver it personally. I need you to. Tell uh, Denden that the mine is his, and that I believe in him, and that his uh, his dad went out, um, you know, for the good of uh, for the good of uh, all dwarven kind. <laughs> and then uh, I'll tell uh, my cousin Turna she's a bit of a pill, but no hard feelings. I wish her the best. Are you sure you want to do this? And I put my hand inside of the hand. Coach. All right, Coach reaches inside the hole that's shaped like the dwarven hand. It fits almost perfectly. It feels warm. It's the finest piece of dwarven craftsmanship that you've ever felt. And you feel a connection. It's almost like back home. And you feel this... And then all of a sudden, a radiant light energy beams up from the table. The altar lights up. You guys see Coach's body engulfed in light and steam and just kind of fills the entire chamber. And Coach, besides all of the energy going through you, you feel this sharp on your arm. And then you feel nothing. Everybody shields their eyes 
and you just kind of feel this almost shaking the entire cavern. A minute goes by and then finally... First, it's so bright and you can't see anything. It takes a second for your eyes to adjust. You see Coach's body lying lifeless on the altar. I'll run up to his body and put my hands on him and pour all my lay-on hands healing into him for 25 okay. points. Or curing an effect, whatever will help. Do I wake up? Nothing happens. Well, it seemed like your friend Coach was a good person. But he died for the cause, and uh, let's head back to the tavern, shall we, Romara? Show them a good time in town. Sars is going to rush over as well and uh, cast Healing Word, which will heal just a little bit, but gives him eight points of healing. Okay. He's like, Coach, Coach, you alive? You still there? Is, are you just, he's lying on the altar, face down, unconscious, his his arm is still in this hole. Are you going to leave him there? Or are you pulling him up? or? Oh, no. We would try and pull him up. We're kind of like cradling him like a child. Okay, so you pull his body up, and you notice as his... Uh, you take 1d4 piercing damage. <laughs> <laughs> 1d4 piercing damage from, from his shoulders, uh, and you're holding him. Um, you notice his... Is it right hand or left hand that you put in? My right hand. His right uh, forearm, um, from about like where a glove would extend, is gone. Oh, does that mean he doesn't have his tattoo anymore? That was on his left hand. Oh. <laughs> the wound is instantly sealed. The wound is cauterized. So he's still knocked out, though. You, so you put some heal. You put some healing and in, energy into him. Still nothing. Can we check him to see if he's alive? He's alive. He looks a little dehydrated. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can create water. <laughs> Does anybody have a flask? I've got a flask! No, not that kind of flask. We so need water. I'm just going to pull out her flask and chug it real quick so that Romari can put some water If you can in create it. water, I can shape it and get it into his mouth. That's cool. Oh, I can shape it too, actually. I've got oh, a flask, go. you guys. It's full of alcohol. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> she is a water genasi. So I can create a 10 gallons of water. Are you that thirsty? <laughs> Uh, so Ramara, this <laughs> this ball of water, ten gallons worth, just floats above Coach, and all of a sudden, <laughs> just falls on top, and it's dousing him like flash dance, just running <laughs> down. Kobe. Coach wakes up. <laughs> Sweet earth juice. <laughs> coach, Coach, you're alive. Oh, thank oh. God. Yeah. I'm why am I dripping wet? Uh, You're welcome. Where's my arm? Coach, you, you uh, saved the room. Sure pretty sure it's in there. S sorry, but, Coach. Oh, that's dark. But you're still here. And you feel this kind of glowing warmness. It's very inviting, and the what was a very dark, cavernous environment now uh, is being filled with a 
luscious green um, moss and the veins are, are no longer ominous. They're kind of glowing brighter. And now it's kind of like this, this tropical rainforest kind of feeling. And the whole room is kind of uh, growing. And Coach, you Am feel... Am I glowing? <laughs> you're not glowing, but uh, everything else around you is. And um, a couple things happen because of your sacrifice. Uh, you gain plus one to constitution. You gain minus two to sleight of hand. <laughs> um, you <laughs> gain fair. the cantrip mending, and you learn the spell plant growth. And you get a sense that because of your sacrifice, um, you have caused the realm to have a little bit more prosperity uh, for the longevity of another couple of generations to come. I wish I could talk to these plants. I bet they're super cool. <laughs> Hold on, I think I can do that now. Hey. Hey, you, dandelion. <laughs> no, nothing nothing hey. talks back. But it does start growing a little Coach bit. gets real close. <laughs> hey, dandelion. At that moment, Sarsa, you hear... Sarsa, it's cold. Oh. Uh, She's coming for you. 